Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more uh, slash a matter butthole. Damn, I went off on that one. <laughs> and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell, as always, hugely helps out the channel. And I can never express that enough. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's story comes from a throwaway account. It's titled, Am I the Asshole for Wanting My Mother to Feel Regret with Her Way of Raising Me? And it does come with updates as well. But before we do get into the story, I just want to give you a warning that the story does contain a part of it where it talks about death from illness. So if you do want to skip the story, that's absolutely fine. Of course, please feel free to use the timestamps. That's what they're there for. So the story starts off. I'm 29 female, taking care of my mother, 59 female. My younger siblings are still studying in uni. I'm the eldest as well as the only one with a stable income. I'm also helping to pay for most of the bills. My father died when I was six and my mother never remarried and worked hard to support all of her children. She's retired and wants to spend the remaining years with her friends and family. She lives with me. My relationship with my mother is tenuous. She raised me to be strong and was very strict with me. Then prefaces by saying, I will never blame her for working as hard as she did because I recognize that her working was to support everyone and that it was her way of showing love by making sure that everyone had all their basic needs met. I understand that even more now that I'm a working adult too. Now that she's no longer working, she can finally be present in our lives. She's trying to be around this time, taking plenty of pictures and videos. I know that this is her trying to make up for lost time, but at the same time, I feel jealous. Seeing my siblings getting the gentler treatment and more love than the indifference that I got. I did not even get any verbal congratulations for all of my achievements. No pictures, no videos, and yet my siblings got it all. It's not my siblings' fault. It's just my mother trying to be a mother and being terrible at it. It's such a shallow thing to get angry about, but even knowing this, I'm still so angry. So, I started being honest about my emotions and past experiences at home. I asked if she told my sister that she was worthless when my sister had her breakdowns. When she bought gifts for my siblings, I said, shame we don't have pictures of me in the album. One time when I was browsing albums with her. I made sure to only say these things when it's just the two of us around. My siblings were not at fault. They don't need to see me being hateful. It's just with my mum that I kept saying little things like this. I haven't returned home in nearly two weeks, just staying at hotels and going to work. After an argument with my mother, where she finally had enough with my words, she said I'm not her daughter because no children of hers would ever make her feel terrible after everything she sacrificed for us. So I just left my house and told her she can bring whoever she wants to keep her company because I'm not coming home anymore and that I'll still give her money so she doesn't have to worry about bills. Everyone is blowing up my phone now, saying I should apologize. 
My siblings understand, but they think I was too harsh with my words. I don't want to because I think I'm not in the wrong for airing my grievances. But now that I have some time to self-reflect, perhaps I was too harsh with my words. Reddit, I'm quite used to people being harsh with me, so don't hold back. Am I the arsehole for wanting my mother to feel regret? Now, to me, this is a not the arsehole in this situation. You're caring for your mum by the sounds of it at the moment. You're paying for her way of life, even the way that you've been treated in the past and the way that you feel about it. For then for her to turn around and say, you're not her daughter, is absolutely awful. And it just sounds like she won't admit her past behavior. But I do wonder if there's another way you could approach this, like you could be more direct with her. You said, shame we don't have pictures in the album one time you was browsing an album with her. You also said that I asked if she told my sister that she was worthless when my sister had her breakdowns. And you know, most people would get that. Most people would get what you're playing at here, but maybe be more direct with her and say, do you ever regret the way you treated me in the past? And look, I'm not saying it would solve the situation. I'm not saying you're wrong for the way you've dealt with it at all. You're perfectly valid in your feelings from all of this. But to me, it just kind of felt like you was almost dancing around the issue with passive aggressive comments rather than just telling her straight, this is how I feel about the situation because of you. But an honest opinion says not the arsehole, but why are you giving her money when she should still be working? Unless there is something medically wrong with her, you are literally subsidizing her being the parent you always wanted and it is something that is bringing you a lot of pain. You should be saving the money for a family of your own that you are financially secure so you can be present in your own kids' lives. Like your mother never was for yours. You don't owe her anything. OP replies saying, how do I explain this? In my society, it is the norm to take care of family. And there is no such thing as a give and take system among family. Everything is shared responsibility. I'm her daughter, so of course, I'll take care of her in her old age. It's to be expected. Also, if people knew you're unfilial, you're basically shunned by society. I'm treading on thin ice already. I don't have plans to have children or get married at all. I'm too terrified I'll turn emotionally distant like my mother. I already feel I share too many similarities with her as it is, so I don't mind using my money to take care of siblings and mother. That's not a problem for me. My work pays well and my skills are sought after. I just wish my emotional needs are met. Mr. Putter asks, Info, I don't understand. You say she's retired, but you have to pay her bills. Your mum is still working age. Why is she retired if she can't pay her own bills? To which Opie replies saying, she told me that at 59 is the time to stop working and enjoy the remaining day she has left. And I agree with her. She's worked hard for more than half of her life for the sake of her kids and I don't mind taking care of her financially. She gave birth to me and my siblings when she could have just dumped us in an orphanage or something. To some degree, she must have loved us to be able to work hard for so long. For all the resentment I feel, I could have at least made sure she never has to go hungry or have to worry about money the way it was when she raised us. Both reading replies to that saying, let me see if I understand. She feels she is too old to work and retired without having any preparation for retirement other than having you take care of all her needs. She may think you owe her for working hard and not dumping you and your siblings in an orphanage. Did she ever actually say this, but she didn't provide anything but the basics and none of the emotional support you needed. Opie replies saying, I wouldn't say owe per se, but a responsibility. Isn't it only natural to care for your parents, especially those who took care of you? At least, that's the norm in my part of the world. She never said the orphanage bit. Her friend who confronted me did, and I agree with that much. 
She's not good at expressing her emotions to me, yes, and the emotional support she gave me was lacking in comparison to my younger siblings, who were able to achieve nearly the same things that I did. Nana Leone says everyone sucks here. OP, yes, you're an asshole for the passive-aggressive comments to your mum, but your mum is the biggest asshole for retiring at 59 and lavishing attention on her college-age offspring while expecting a neglected firstborn to suck it up, to financially support, and to continue to be the forgotten daughter. This is a dynamic I saw in my family also, but my brother was the taken-for-granted oldest. It's not really regret for the past your mother needs to feel. She should be showing some current gratitude and appreciation to you for your sacrifices, in my honest opinion. And one more from Peanut Buttercups who asks another question, who says, Info, can you give details about how she was strict or never congratulated you? How did this conversation start? Opie replies saying, I participated in many activities in school that would help me get in a good college with full scholarship winning national competitions, getting straight A's and being active in clubs. I don't get any congratulations for achieving all this because it was to be expected that I will get them. I have no choice but to succeed because how else will I compete if a scholarship and good college if I don't do the best? So that put a lot of mental pressure for me on top of having to be home for my younger siblings. There were multiple times when I would have breakdowns in high school and uni because it was too much for me. When I went to my mother for encouragement, I'm just told I should be stronger for the sake of my poor mother and siblings. The fight started when I commented how my mother was never around during my competitions, graduation and convocation, but she can now make time for my siblings. Yes, it's a petty comment to make and my mother blew up at me saying how I should have been more understanding that she couldn't come during my time because she was too tired. I asked why she couldn't even congratulate me for anything, because I at least can hear that much, yes? Then she said that I never congratulated her for anything she did either. So I said, that isn't normal for you to comment on your daughter achieving something good. And that's when she dropped that comment about me not being her daughter anymore. It's, uh, well, I was not my best self. So then OP came with an update which said, everyone helped me sort out my emotions, thank you. I decided to try one last time. This time, I won't be Pagro and brought my siblings and my paternal uncle to help mediate. I returned to my home and finally sat with my mother and told her how I felt throughout the years. I told her that I only wanted to be acknowledged and not be emotionally neglected and that if she can be available for my siblings, then I hope she can try with me now. My mother refused to accept it. She refused to believe that she was partial to my younger siblings and that she only gave me tough love. That I was only hurting her by being ungrateful and that I truly am not her child. She accused me of turning my siblings against her, even with my siblings telling her the same thing that I did. She said she only did it for us and that we all betrayed her by hurting her like this. My uncle sided with my mother, saying that while he understood my feelings, I should have just accepted everything and let bygones be bygones because she's my mother who sacrificed a lot for us. With that, I knew I wasn't welcome anymore. I told her she can keep the house and that I'll still give her money and pay the bills until the day she dies, out of respect for providing me with necessities until I was an adult. I told her I will move away and that I won't come anywhere near her unless she's on her deathbed. I thanked her for raising me and left. I submitted my request to move my workplace to another branch so I can move to another state. I do not wish to be near my mother. I made sure my siblings will always be able to contact me if they need anything. I just signed up for therapy. I hope it will help. I'm sad that this will mean I won't have any parental figure anymore, but uh, that's life. 
Then another update followed which said, I went no contact with my mother a few months ago after I aired out my grievances. Turned out that way before I started my no contact. She was sick, something to do with her immune system failing her and she never told anyone. Me going no contact supposedly accelerated it because I caused her stress. My little brother called and said I needed to come see her for a final time, so I did. During the time I went no contact, she never called me, never asked me to come back. My siblings told me she kept up with my social media though. Some part of me hoped it was her missing me, but I don't know. Admittedly, I find it very hard to not blame myself for leaving even though I knew I just did what I could to save myself. It's such a strange thing. Visiting her during her final moments, I did not feel anything. Even when she saw me and called out my name and didn't say sorry, I couldn't do anything. My mother passed away three days ago. Now, I'm truly an orphan and I have to take care of my siblings. My mother was good to my siblings, so now they're crying and I don't know how to comfort them over the woman who had been selectively favoring her children. I thought I'd be happier and at peace with her gone, but I can't feel anything. I can't believe I'm grieving over a mother that was never emotionally available to me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And that was an incredibly sad update for our OP more than anything the way that they're feeling now and the way that they're dealing with grief and their own feelings it must be incredibly difficult for them as we always say whenever we cover stories like this grief affects people in different ways and i think as long as you do it in a healthy way you know you've got to do you in these situations and i personally think you need to be looking after yourself in this particular moment you need to be looking after your own feelings your own mental health you've been through a hell of a lot and there was one thing that really jumped out to me in this post and really kind of pissed me off to be quite honest that you go in no contact supposedly accelerated it because i caused her stress who said that what an absolute awful shitty thing to say and there's no way you caused that it was her actions of the past which caused you to go no contact she said you wasn't her daughter all you wanted was to be acknowledged for your very valid feelings in this and like you said in your second update your mother refused to accept it and even when your siblings backed you up in one part of it, she turned around and said, you all betrayed her. It just says it all to me, really. But your uncle turned around and sided with your mother and you should let bygones be bygones. It's almost the same excuse like, but family, that sort of shit that we see time and time again. To me, in this particular situation, it's difficult and, you know, it's easy for me to say from the outside, you need to be looking after yourself. You need to be looking after your own mental health. Grieve the way that you need to in these particular moments. 
as long as it's healthy and safe, of course, and start deciding what you want to do with your life. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Kaylin who says, am I the arsehole for telling my mum that she's not in the will? So it's none of her business. This is going to be somewhat long, but needed to get the point across. My grandmother died last year. My sister and I learned that she had left everything to us. This included her 250-acre farm, the money she had saved up. Wasn't life-changing, but still a good bit, and gas-slash-oil mineral rights that she was getting paid extremely well for. This all comes into play eventually. My mum and her didn't have the best relationship. They fought a lot, mostly because my mum didn't like how she did things. She also borrowed money from her a lot. It was always a substantial amount. When she died, we were at the farm for weekends on end cleaning it out, going through things, etc. Anytime we came across something, my mum would look at my sister and I and would say, I assume this place is yours now, so it's up to you what you want to do with it. This was before the lawyer reached out about the will. Once she learned we met with the lawyer about the will, she had asked us for a copy, just to clarify there was nothing left for her. No money, land, nothing. All of a sudden, she became interested in how the will was set up. My sister and I know how she is. We said no. We knew she asked our grandma for money all the time. We assumed she was afraid we wouldn't help her out like our grandma did. Every month she'd text me asking if I got my mineral rights check. She knew they were good from helping my grandma understand them. I always shied away from answering. I don't like talking about the money because I don't want to be treated any differently. She asked if the estate was settled, how much money we were getting, all that stuff. After asking multiple times, she finally broke down and told us that she needed to see how the will was set up so she could see why she wasn't in it. I finally had enough and told her if she was in the will, she would have been notified and she wasn't and it's none of her business. I feel bad for saying that to her, but my sister said it was the right thing to do. Am I the arsehole? Now stories like this always worry me. It's an absolute not the arsehole from me. You guys were put on the will and that's kind of the end of it to me really. But whenever I hear stories about wills and stuff like that, there always comes up contesting the will. I'm no legal expert by any means, but I always hear like if you don't put like a small amount on the will for them, just in case they contest it and say, oh, they must have forgotten about me accidentally or something. But if you put a small amount on, then it means you did think about them and that's all they would you kind of thing. That makes sense. I might have that completely wrong, but... <laughs> I think it was somewhere around those lines. So if she wasn't on the will at all, can it be contested? I don't know. As I said, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but from what I've heard in the past, that is always a worry to me. But Algebra Lover says, not the arsehole. You handled it exactly right. If your mother had been in the will, the lawyer would have told her. I'm guessing she needs the extra cash to make her bills. And your mother got used to your grandma bailing her out. Jeffy says, your mum is likely probing to see if she can continue asking for financial help. Your finances are none of her business. Pittsburgh Pam says, a will is a public document. Mother just has to go to the court or the county clerk where the will was filed and request a copy. It should only cost the amount of copying from 50 cents per page to a few dollars. I assume mother doesn't know that and the daughters probably don't want to tell her that either. But she may find out and she doesn't need their permission to see it or a lawyer to get a copy. Rainy Reminder says not the arsehole, however, you should talk to a probate attorney and make sure there's no way for her to contest the terms of the will. 
Depending on state and how the will is written, she might be fishing for a way to contest the will and try to get some or all of your grandmother's estate. An attorney who specializes in wills will be able to help you understand whether you need to worry. And go to an actual local attorney. Don't ask on Reddit. ETA, if a will goes through probate, I think it becomes public record, so it's possible she'll be able to find the will anyway. But don't borrow trouble and don't tell your mother this. OP replies saying it's settled now. Where I live, once it's settled, there's nothing that can be done. If I would have needed advice, had it gone to that, I was prepared. Inevitable speed, says not the asshole. She mooched off her mum for years and is now looking to do the same with you. Grandma left her out for a reason and it likely was a good one. Don't let her guilt you into giving her anything. If you decide to give her anything, let it be out of the kindness of your heart and not because she pressured you into it. And the comments pretty much just continued without not the arsehole, you know, cover your bases, all that good stuff. Get your ducks in a row. Like to get that one in there every once in a while. It <laughs> is get your ducks in a row, right? Ducks in order. Ducks with something. But whenever we read stories like this, it just popped into my head, actually, about a family that used to live quite close to me. Yes, another Mark story. I know. I can hear you sighing already. Don't sigh. Just listen. <laughs> Sassy. And there was a family down the road from us. I call them the Franklins family, all right? It was a massive family. They, they sort of ran a bit like the mafia of the estate, you know, any trouble. You can guarantee there was a part of it in some some form a lot of shady characters within that family and they all claim that they look after each other and and the family would protect each other no matter what but really they would pick at each other and they would backstab each other and everything and the mum of all the children at the time she passed away i don't think the family had a whole lot but i think she had some money stored away and instantly because word gets around the estate when things are kicking off like this. The main adult children were arguing amongst each other. I think there was like five or six of them. And then, of course, they had their offspring, which all fought each other as well. So it turned into like loads of little tribes. And I can't remember, but I think I remember like there wasn't a will as such. So they were all arguing amongst each other about how it was going to be divvied out and how the money was going to be split or it was something along those lines. And Lots of little stuff started happening because they broke off into these tribes. There was one massive fight on the estate between three of the brothers. One of them lived with the mother before she passed away, so he was always in the house. So they was automatically already suspicious of him. And there was talk of him trying to get access to the bank accounts. So I don't think they could because they get closed when people pass away, but you have to inform the bank. So I don't know how that worked out either, but he was trying to get access to the bank apparently at one stage. One of the family members had their car keyed with the word scum on the side, which turned out to be one of the tribe's daughters that did it. Another one of their brothers, their older son, I think he was 18 or something like that. A couple of the other brothers got hold of him and gave him a good slap about. It's almost like the, the final day. It's almost like the, the red wedding in Game of Thrones, the, the big finale kind of thing. I know it's not the finale red wedding, but two of the brothers who didn't live on the estate that we did turned up and was knocking on the door of the sister and i think one of the brothers was in there as well and there was shouting going on and of course when shouting's going on if you've ever been on a council estate we everyone's out the window everyone's out the door being nosy bastards that we are okay and on the doors that we had it was like a glass panel on the bottom a glass panel on the top and basically they kicked in the bottom glass panel and crawled in because the door was locked and then all you could hear was shouting things crashing it was like a like it was like a cartoon scene you know when when there's just like a puff of smoke and things are flying out all over the place 
I can remember one of them coming out with a cut above their eyebrow and then it just went silent inside for a good while. But the other brother just drove off. Police turned up. Ambulance turned up. No one surprisingly got taken away. Was usually the case around there. They usually say, no, no, not having it. Not pressing charges. You know, because what happens in the Franklins stays in the Franklins. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 